It's gonna be a beautiful wedding. Here you are, standing on the precipice of something so much bigger than anyone here. But always remember, you are not alone. I don't think that we met. I'm Sarah. Niles. Hi. Hi. Good day so far? Today, tomorrow, it's all the same. You! What is going on? Hey, get out of the water! Guess you followed me. It's one of those infinite time loop situations you might have heard about. That I might have heard about? Yeah. Alrighty, welcome back to the Cinemania World Podcast, everyone. My name is Dwayne, and today we have our review for Hulu's Palm Springs. Um, today I'm joined by some special guests for the Cinemania World team. First things first, I am joined from the Cinemania World team. We have Joe. Joe, how are you? Hey, guys. Yeah, I'm really great. Thanks. I'm happy to be here. Uh, very nice to hear from you again. And we are also joined uh, from the Cinemania World team and the Mainly Movies YouTube channel. We have Alyssa. Alyssa, how are you? I'm doing pretty good. I'm excited. A little little rainy here today, but not too bad. Yeah, it started raining over here, too. I don't know. I know you and I are pretty close in proximity. Um, and, then, and then the both of us were nowhere near Joe. Joe's all the way across <laughs> the sea. It rained so. here as well. So, you know, we all had rain today. Right, right, right. So um, very nice to hear from you guys. Um, I'm very excited to get into this movie. Um, I want to get into the uh, the bio of the movie before we get into our review. Um, if anyone doesn't know and is kind of new to what this movie is, I feel like a fair share of people are kind of new to this movie. Uh, it's releasing on Hulu this weekend. Movies titled Palm Springs. Uh, it is about uh, Carefree Niles and a reluctant maid of honor, Sarah, have a chance encounter at a Palm Springs wedding. Then g- things get complicated as they are unable to escape the venue themselves or each other in a, in a ridiculous time loop. So the movie stars Andy Samberg, Kristen Milioti, and it's and it was directed by Max Barbacow. Um, now the movie uh, premiered actually at this year's Sundance Film Festival. Uh, I was able to watch it and I liked it a lot. Um, I was raving about it until, you know, um, then I saw that it was like one of Hulu's biggest acquisitions as far as coming out of Sundance. Uh, it was They paid the most money that they ever paid for a film. And I was very excited. Then the pandemic happened. So the movie was not able to get a theatrical release, but they still are releasing it on Hulu. I would presume they would have given it, given it a theatrical, a theatrical run. You know, I wouldn't see why not, you know what I'm saying? To get some of that, some of that, some of the acquisition costs back and whatnot. But, you know, uh, they're releasing it straight to Hulu this weekend. Uh, all of us got to see it. I got to see it twice now because I, I, I really, really like this movie. So I want to get uh, you guys' thoughts on the movie really quickly. Um, let's go into Joe. What did you think about this? I loved this movie <laughs> so much. And I feel like it was so needed, like as just as film fans, just as people who are surviving a pandemic, we needed something fun and joyful and just bright and in your face and this like super delivered and yeah it was just an absolute joy to to watch and so much of it like there's so many things to discuss in it um like the cast the the costume the production design even the cinematography the writing like it's all it just 
this wonderful little package and it made me so so happy and like it's so fun like do you guys remember fun remember when like that was a thing <laughs> that we used to do all the time and <laughs> I was like oh hi thanks for this joy so yeah it, it's wonderful I loved it I'm so glad to hear that you liked it. Now, now that everyone's starting to get to watch it, um, you know, uh, now that it's coming out this weekend, I'm so excited to hear everyone's responses. Um, pretty much, uh, very positive. So it was very nice, very nice to hear uh, your thoughts on that. I, I absolutely love the movie as well. It's become my favorite of the year, um, especially at, at the rewatch, uh, rewatching it again. I love the look of it. I love the the comedy is not so like forced as well. It's like mm-hmm. it's not so on the nose. It's kind of like just like. Like it feels like very natural comedy, which is why I really enjoy it, and I love the chem- the chemistry between all the actors and whatnot. Um, yeah, yeah, let's go into Alyssa. Alyssa, what about you? What do you think? Um, so yeah, I I kind of second what both of you guys have said. Uh, it's a very uh, fun movie that has this kind of lightness to it, but at the same time, I think it has some interesting. Uh, kind of underlying themes and stuff that I'm sure we're going to talk about a little bit in a while, but it's, it's a good one. And like Joe was saying, like in, in terms of kind of coming out now, I think this is great. And, you know, both for kind of uplifting spirits, but also it kind of fits in, you know, a lot of people have been in lockdown and there's a little bit of monotony in our lives, I think at this point. And so having a time loop movie uh, really kind of plays into that. Yeah, I would agree. I think it's a it's a good movie to kind of. Um, I don't think, I don't think the right movie right now is like a is like dreary kind of movies. Although those are still like coming out and whatnot because everyone are is already feeling kind of dreary with this lockdown and uh, everything that's going on with twenty twenty in general. Good lord, what is going on this year? <laughs> um, but yeah, so I I I, I would agree. I. Um, I think this is a perfect movie for right now. It's a perfect date night movie as well. So I that's one of the things that I'm so bummed about it not going into theaters because I feel like uh, this would have did really pretty well. You know what I'm saying? Like uh, rom-coms in general, they have like, uh, you know, as far as like box office goes, they, they, they'll usually do like, okay. They won't like do like blow away numbers. But I, I mean, I, I would have seen this movie do pretty well for the most part and i would have liked to see it in the theaters you know what i'm saying again but uh you know the home is is well enough you know tv's fine and big and whatnot so you know it's it's a really really good uh film to watch in these kind of darker times get you laughing get your mood kind of going um and i also think something about showing love on the screen kind of you know gets people in a, in a good kind of mood as well so yeah i think it's one of those kind of movies but also too like it's not just like a your standard kind of rom-com they have to deal with making the groundhog day kind of trope not feel so like forced in this movie and i think they, they actually handle that really well we've seen uh we've seen like recent groundhog day uh movies kind of you know with edge of tomorrow then the happy death day movies and stuff like that but then uh you know this this one is kind of taken in a new kind of way which is involving like a love a love kind of story in the midst of it and like a friendship blooming into a love story so uh that's my one that's my next question for you guys i'll start with joe did you think that they handled the whole groundhog day kind of uh trope really good yeah i thought i thought really well and what i liked about it is that they straight from the off it was like okay here's the setup there's a time loop that's sort of beside the point in a weird way like the love story is happening and they just so happen to be reliving the same day over and over again. And it's not sort of like spoon fed to us. The filmmakers are just like, here's the setup. It's not convoluted, even though it's a sci-fi trope. It just is what it is. 
deal with it watch these characters fall in love and I really appreciated that they didn't try to make it you know we, I wasn't spending my time working out okay but why is there a time loop and and what does it mean and how did they get out of it even though that becomes important later on I sort of almost forgot obviously you can't forget but you know it was sort of beside yeah, yeah. the point. um and I really liked that they did it that way yeah yeah I would agree um Alyssa what about you what do you think yeah, I think so too. And and Joe, you bring up a really interesting point that I didn't think about that, like, I really didn't, you know, I wasn't hung up on like, why this time loop was happening. Like, it's it's kind of a silly um, setup when you see what kind of is the catalyst, but it, you know, it never, never really bothered me. And so, like you were saying, it's definitely uh, much more about this love story. But also, I think it, it, it manages to take things that are, uh, Kind of the, the things that we love about time loop movies and, and sort of repackages them in a fresh way. And I think just the fact that it's not just a single person, right? We've got two characters um, that are two main characters that are part of this time loop. And I think that it's such a simple change, right? It's so minor and it doesn't seem like it should be something that has um, a major effect, but it, it really does. It changes the whole scope of things and it provides this... Uh, kind of fun uh, view into the trope because they get to talk about it and they, they never specifically reference other time loop movies, but they talk about, you know, this kind of knowledge that you know, they're, they're aware of a time loop, right? They're, they're not completely baffled by the concept. And so it kind of gets to play on some of those um, kind of classic tropes that we expect from a movie like Groundhog Day, but uh, it does it in a very fresh way, I think. Yeah, I would agree. I um, I also really like. I also really like how they they know they know that uh, they know this kind of scenario is 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 weird and it's very campy and it's very out of the you know out of nowhere. So I like that. Um, it, it it was kind of refreshing in a way that this was done in a way where this is not about science. And it, well, like it is towards like when they're trying to figure it out, but like it's not like a science action sci-fi flick that this is happening where we have to go into some quantum negativity realm and whatnot. You know what I'm saying? It's just like yeah. this guy's waking up. He's kind of accepted it now. He, he does dumb. She does a lot of dumb shit <laughs> like when he, you know, like, you know, throughout the day and whatnot. And then uh, and then uh, and then Kristen uh, Milioti gets trapped in it. And then to to an extent after, you know, she kind of just, you know, it is what it is and whatnot. And I, and I like that approach. I like the nonchalant kind of approach, even though her character, uh, she's kind of like freaking out because it's because it's, you know, it's new to her and whatnot. But I, I appreciated that uh, the movie was not taking itself too seriously, you know, towards the end, of course, when they have to like we have to get to that climax of like, how do they get out of this thing? You know, what's going to happen between them two? What's going to happen between that relationship and whatnot? Then it kind of goes into those like sci-fi. Let's get a, let's get an equation, whatever, how to fix how to fix this. But I appreciated that the movie didn't take itself too uh, too seriously. Uh, do you guys have any other performances that you guys enjoyed from the movie just besides besides the uh, the two leads? I mean, the supporting cast is unreal. Like, I kind of went into a blind apart from the leads. And I was like, is that J.K. Simmons? Yeah. <laughs> um, which is what I say whenever I see him on screen. Um, and, I like, he's just, I mean, he's just perfect in, in everything. But it's for me, it was more about the minor supporting characters. 
um people like peter gallagher and camilla mendes and that guy from teen yeah. world whose name i can never remember um, i always forget his name I, too i, I know love yeah. that they were like these familiar faces um and and for me i used to be obsessed with the oc like a million years ago um mm. and, and peter gallagher played sandy cohen and he was the quintessential dad to so to see him essentially do that role again <laughs> uh in a sort of ludicrous setting was was really fun so i think right um the, on all those characters even though they were like super minor and i think you know i feel like we barely hear them speak a lot of the time it was such a full world like i knew that world i knew those people um because we got to see so much of them in the background so it really felt like there was a world that um sarah and niles were sort of outside of um, which right. I think added to the sense of like disconnect. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would agree. I uh, yeah, and um, that guy's name is Tyler Hoechlin. Just so no disrespect uh, to him or any or team. No, because no, I'm, I'm I'm a fan of him him too. He does the CW shows. He's Superman now on CW on TV. So um, yeah, he's great. He was great in it. Uh, cause I a lot of these actors, like you said, like I knew because when I when I saw it at Sundance. I, when you, when you, when you're at those film festivals, I mean, Joe, I'm sure you know from when you went to LFF last year, like you kind of, you get the movie, you get a description, you get the cast and then you go see it. You know what I'm saying? So when I, I, I just saw, I saw Andy Samberg, I was like, oh, it's it's a comedy. That's, that's different. You know, I want to, I want to see what this is going to be about, but then going into it, cause I didn't really pay attention to the other cast. I was like, oh yeah. Then when, of course, J.K. Simmons comes out of nowhere, I'm like, dude, this is a movie. Like, this is like, <laughs> what, is, like what is happening here? But I love it so much. Um, I, I recognize Camila Mendez, of course, from Riverdale. Uh, huge fan of her. Then Tyler Hoechlin, of course. Then everyone else, like Meredith Hag- Hagner. Everyone, everyone, everyone was really, really good. Um, does what they're supposed to do. And, I, and like I said, going back to the time loop, I never get tired of the never-ending um, time loop. I would say, like, with other movies that are, that are like this, um, that has has that kind of trope. Uh, like Happy Death Day, Happy Death Day to you was where I was like, dude, like I, because I I remember that movie, they kept repeating the same day from the first movie. I'm like, dude, that's two movies of the same mm. the same kind of loop. I thought that like that's a lot, you know. So uh, that's probably where I got kind of tired of it. But then this movie kind of feels a lot fresh because you see it the time loop from his eyes a lot and then it switches kind of to from her eyes which i really enjoyed um Alyssa, Alyssa, what about you any any other thoughts between any um the uh the uh the cast and um any other moments in the movie um well i again i kind of second what you guys said about the uh, the cast though i will say that i i was much more focused on our main two characters i mean the supporting cast right, right. Uh, are very very minor so I mean, they're great as kind of little bit pieces, but they they weren't my focus, at least. Um, J.K. Simmons uh, has has an interesting role in the story that uh, kind of progresses and becomes something uh, something unexpected for me, at least. Um, But I I agree with you about the the different uh, kind of points of view that we get in this film, which, again, kind of goes back to the point that I was making before that just having two people in this loop changes it so much. Because you get to see both of their um, points of view and they kind of, they're dealing with it in very different ways and they are kind of introduced to this loop in different ways and at different times. And so we end up with some uh, kind of fun moments that are sort of almost not, I wouldn't say exposition, but more explanatory moments that are kind of funny, but then we've got um, some more serious and kind of 
heartfelt moments that that come into play as well. Um, and I think the the introduction of this movie um, is is really unique for this type of story um, where we kind of come in mid loop for one character, I guess, um, which is different from what what we typically see. Because almost every time loop movie I've seen, right, the person we go through kind of their first their first run through of the day. And then we right. wake up with them the next day and they're surprised that they're in a loop. And so kind of just changing up a little bit. Again, they're just little minor tweaks, but they do do a really big um, uh, or make a really big difference in changing kind of how this how this film plays out. Yeah, I agree. Last thing I want to I want to talk about talk about really quickly is the uh, the comedy. I think it's so well done. I'm always thought I I will. I, I do think this is um I, I do think this is my favorite Andy Samberg uh, role. Uh, just because usually in a lot of in a lot of movies I get kind of bored, tired of him. I I don't I don't watch um, Brooklyn Nine Nine, but I know in most of his like stuff I get kind of like oh, okay he's fine he's good. But I really really liked him in this in this movie. So um, yeah, the comedy for him was uh, was was really well. But um, let's get into uh, some final thoughts on the movie um, as a whole. What do you see as far as um, I don't think yeah I won't ask about like awards. I don't think that's like we're gonna we're gonna get into the. I mean I don't think any of that's gonna happen no. for Palm Springs. But I know it's become a lot of people like favorite of the year you know when i'm going through like twitter reactions and stuff like that so let's go into some final thoughts i'll start off with um Alyssa again um any final thoughts on the movie before we go off before we go off air um so like you just said this has uh this has become my favorite of the year so far um and i i mean we we discussed uh favorite movies at the you know halfway point of the year uh, a few podcasts back but yeah uh, this one, this one definitely tops it for me now. This was a lot of fun. Um, I, I was pretty unexpected. You know, I knew, I knew there was a lot of hype behind. I know you'd been talking it up, but I had avoided everything about it. I hadn't even watched the trailer before I watched the movie. Um, so this was a, a very pleasant surprise. And it, it, you know, evolved into something I enjoyed even more as the film went on. Yeah, yeah, I, I totally, I totally agree. Uh, Joe, what about you? Any final thoughts? Yeah, I think it's going to be a, rep- a repeat viewer for, for people. I think as yeah. um, Buzz builds, as it uh, comes out this this weekend in the US, I should mm. add, hopefully the UK will get a release at some stage. Uh, oh, that's right. Because oh, I would like sucks. to, you know, purchase it. <laughs> um, <laughs> but I, I think, yeah, as I said at the beginning, I think it's something that people needed and hopefully that love continues. I do want to mention something very important to me, that this film is 90 minutes long which is the perfect <laughs> running time for a film. I've said it once and I'd say it again, 90 minutes people. And it is difficult to make a great 90 minute film. So shout out to the editor and everyone involved. 90 <laughs> minutes is the time. Thank you. <laughs> Listen, I, um, I think that's one of the reasons why, I mean, I know I, I hear good things. I think that's one of the reasons why I haven't watched King of Staten Island yet. I'm like, dude, two hours and 17 minutes like a comedy like drama i don't think i don't know i i agree 90 minutes to two hours unless you like some spectacle like lord of the rings or something where you need to be like like two hours or like a nolan movie where you need to be like two hours and like 48 minutes whatever you know but i i totally the runtime right yeah there's exceptions the runtime go i mean the movie goes by so smoothly um when i'm watching it um yeah and re-watching it again i'm like i could i could watch this like for days you know and not get tired of it and that's the and, and, and that's the funny thing because the movie is a time loop so uh yeah so i 
Yeah, I I totally agree. It, it's a great. It goes by quick, but like you know, you're still invested in mo- in most of the story, which I think that it really uh, has. Uh, my my final thought is that it's my favorite of the year, especially after rewatch. Um, as I was watching more stuff throughout the year, like the Five Bloods, the Invisible Man, all the, all that stuff, you know, it was creeping down to like number three or four. But after rewatching it again, I'm like, oh, this movie is still so great. Um, so yeah, I definitely give it. Um, five out of five definitely recommend uh, if you're looking for something to kind of ease your mind with all of this i definitely recommend it still sucks we couldn't we couldn't we can't see it in the theater and i hope and i hope joe gets it over in the, in the uk like a- asap because this is that's not okay so yeah, no, uh, hopefully it doesn't turn into an eighth grade situation <laughs> eighth grade situation yes <laughs> I, I really hope it does not turn into one of those so you get at least you watched it though that's a good thing yes you watched and it. thank you and thanks to hulu for that so yes yeah thank you to hulu for the screeners really appreciate it oh my god this monday was a disaster but <laughs> Thank you to um but thank you to Hulu for the screeners uh once again. Um all right guys, that is it. That is our review for Palm Springs. Thank you guys for joining us. Thank you guys for listening. Once again, I definitely recommend it. Check it out this weekend. Uh free ninety-nine. I mean unless you unless you have unless you don't have Hulu and you gotta pay for Hulu, it's like six bucks or whatever. You sh- you'll be fine. Um all right, let's go around the call, get it on social medias. I will start with Alyssa. Let everyone know where they can follow you and and what's coming up on your channel this week. Um, so people can find me at mainly movies. Um, so that's mainly with an E like the state of Maine. Um, and so I'm on YouTube, uh, and do movie reviews, but you can find me on other social media, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, uh, coming up this week. I actually just released my review for this very film we've been talking about. Um, like hours, and, hours ago. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Like half an hour ago. Yeah. Um, and so, um, and also this Friday I've got the next, movie in my James Bond review series coming out so that's Tomorrow Never Dies um, and that's uh, that's kind of what's on tap for this week. Alrighty, thank you and let's go to Joe, let everyone know they can follow you. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at J underscore Gainey where I'm still crying about Hamilton apparently. I'm <laughs> <laughs> um, already guys you can follow me on twitter at cinematic 94 you can follow the page on twitter as well as well as instagram and facebook at cinemania world um as far as our schedule tomorrow we have the live show again and then um i think that's it for movie reviews it's like that, that's a big review i mean the big release this weekend i presume i think there's like one more like horror movie coming out um called relic that i want to see but um that is it everyone thank you guys for joining us i really appreciate it my name is Dwayne. that was Alyssa. and that was joe we'll talk to you guys soon Bye-bye.